where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. And you are wanted and you are valued here. We have stories of faith that connect us, whether you're in Connecticut, Colorado, the United States, or Europe, or anywhere in the world. The calendar lined up just right this year where we experienced Halloween, uh, kind of where it originally was, right on the eve of All Saints Day. And it's a reminder of the way that the festivals of the dead are celebrated in so many different cultures in Longmont, where we, uh, across cultures, are developing this tradition of observing Dia de Muertos together. Um, and in Japanese Buddhism, there's a similar tradition, Oban, where they mark the time that the spirits of our loved ones might return. And with this balance of Halloween last night and memory this morning, I'm reminded of the way that these celebrations hold the tension between joy and grief. It's a chance to remember, a chance maybe even to be sad together. And this year, perhaps more than most, we seem to need these opportunities. But it's also a way to honor those who have gone before us and to acknowledge the way that they continue to inspire us. And so with that in mind, we turn to reading our scripture for All Saints Day, which comes from Hebrews. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. May those be words of spirit for us today. When I was in driver's ed with the steering wheels on both sides and having the driver's ed teacher tell our class how important it was as we merged onto the interstate not to look at the cars next to us. If you look over there, he said, the next thing you know, you are going to go that direction. Look at the road. The wisdom of it came back to me later as a parent when I was teaching my daughter to ride her bicycle and she would inevitably steer towards me. And so I would say to her over and over again, look where you want to go. Don't look at the things next to you, focus on the road. It's a bit of what the passage is saying to us in Hebrews today. Look 
where you want to go. As humans, we have what they call a negativity bias. It means we pay more attention to the negative things over the positive things. And they say there's probably a survival instinct there. But it comes up for us more in these little ways, the ways that we lay awake at night, fixating on that irritating thing that somebody said instead of the five wonderful things they also said. Or how maybe you'll toss and turn, thinking about the mistake you made instead of rejoicing in whatever you did right, whatever joy you brought to others. What it means is that we are so often looking at the places we don't want to go. We are maybe watching the news for all the horrible things that are happening. I love the phrase doom scrolling that's come up in this time. It describes it well. It's that slightly glazed, kind of panicky internet surfing, and maybe before you know it, it's midnight and you're in bed with your phone. We spend a lot of time looking off to the side. The bush over there, the concrete barrier over there, and some cars going the other way. Look where you want to go, Hebrews whispers to us. Another of the traditional passages for All Saints Day is the Beatitudes. And that is the uh, blessed ours that we have in Luke and Matthew. Blessed are the meek, the poor, the hungry, the grieving. Blessed are the poor in spirit. One of the ways that we could understand this idea of saints is that they are people who have embodied the Beatitudes. They are people who point the way. And because of their own lives, they become signposts for us. And then we have to shift the metaphor a little bit. The author of Hebrews doesn't just claim that we have good examples to follow. The author of Hebrews dares to claim that these saints themselves are cheering us on, encouraging us, whispering gently when we start to veer from the path or clapping excitedly, maybe, when we navigate a tricky stretch of road. I like to imagine them doing that whispering, look where you want to go. But then also all of them together yelling hooray when we make it. And then they do it again and again and again. Because just like riding a bike or maybe knitting a sweater or maybe writing a song, The life of faith is about persistence. It's about making a thousand small and big choices so that we all arrive at the end proud of what we have done. 
We heard this morning in our children's church story the conversion of Paul, which is an important one, and he too becomes a saint for us. But our lives aren't just a one-time conversion. They are the ever-present choice to stay on the road. Or maybe, like Paul, to get back on it when we have veered, which is, I think, always welcome. When I think of these spiritual masters, I think of people like Paul or St. Francis, who we heard from a bit this summer, with his commitment to peace and care for the earth. I think of Therese of Lisieux, who is often called the greatest saint in modern times. At the age of 14, if you don't know her story, she had a deep experience of God, and at 15, she entered a convent. She died of tuberculosis at age 24, but despite her illness and her fear, what people remember for her is the way that she modeled a love of God. This quote of hers is one I return to often in her spiritual autobiography where she said, what matters in life is not great deeds, but great love. When I think of the saints, though, I also think of Barb. Barb was the choir director at the church I grew up with, who had a tremendous amount of training and poured it all into this ragtag small church choir. And Barb would stop a concert, a concert to correct you. But she would also be the loudest to cheer when you got it right. Or I think of Sam, who lived on a shoestring budget until he died, because he kept giving his money away. And other people in town would talk about Sam, and they'd shake their heads at his poor financial management. But he always had a full heart and a fuller house. I've been spending a lot of time with these saints. The change of seasons inspires that. This surface inspires that. And it's bittersweet. There is always some grief in remembering those that we have lost. But there is also so much encouragement, especially when times are hard. Singer Carrie Newcomer once said, many of us are realizing we are going to have to be better people than we ever thought we'd have to be. And when we think about that idea of continuing to be better people than we ever thought we'd have to be, on a day like today, we remember that we do not do it alone. We are surrounded by the witness, the memories, the love, and maybe even the presence of people who have walked this way before, who have lived through these challenging things, and who have made the hard, good choices. And surrounded by them as we are, I imagine them whispering 
Look where you want to go. And cheering for each and every one of us when we make that choice.